This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Ravens going to Arizona this week, taking on the Cardinals as eight and a half point favorites. John Harbaugh met with the media talking about things relating to his team. Five and two, first place. In the AFC North, and one of those really good things has been the pass rush. Lead the NFL in sacks with 29, and John Harbaugh was asked, what about those pass rush improvements? Can you put your finger on anything? All good questions. Kyle Van Noy, not surprised. Seen it for so many years, impressed. You'd be a little older, and they start saying you can't do it anymore. And Kyle does take that personally, by the way. You know, and it's probably, probably part of what fuels him. Uh, the same thing with uh, J.D. Clowney. You know, see those guys do that. But then you've got the young guys who, you know, people are questioning whether they, are, you know, can play, you know, and they've got something to prove. So we always, I always appreciate players and coaches that feel like they have something to prove. And proving some things are these guys. I mean, yeah, they Van, all productive. It, yeah, Van Noy's waltzing in here, Vinny, like he's been in the system for 15 years. Yeah. And I've always said with the older pass rush guys, you know, they don't have the speed that they once had, but they've got every counter that there is. They're really smart. They understand the game. And they're going to beat you with their brain is what they beat you with. And, you know, I mean, those guys are playing playing good, right? They're extremely productive for the Ravens right now. And then Oway, Oway came shot out of the gate well, yes, uh, Sunday. You know, had a nice sack, effort sack, dove, you know, um, that beat Decker. And then um, he had some uh, – other moves that he would like back where he spun in the same place and got blocked. But overall, you know, you saw him. He showed up. Of the surprising things of the team so far, the fact that they lead the NFL in sacks through seven games, did you anticipate them even being in the top five, much less leading the league in sacks? No, how long we – Bob, from the draft till up until – I guess the the season started. Need a pass rusher. Where's that pass rush coming from? And now they're the leading. Yeah, like if you'd have told me a training camp, if you'd have told Harv's a training camp, hey Harv, you're going to be the leading sack team in the league. Yeah, oh, how? <laughs> yeah, where's the beer truck outside yeah. of the uh, complex here? But as we saw with Justin Houston the last couple of years, can this level of production be maintained by the older guys? I think it's got a chance, especially if they can get a Jabo back, because they're doing a really good job. Uh, you know, last year, JPP wore out. I mean, like, towards the end of the year, Bob, he had no legs whatsoever. He was, you know, a shell of himself. Now, just because they're playing 
30 some snaps a game. You know, they're, they're playing a half a game. So I, I think they're kind of protecting a little bit and they're throwing Robinson in there and they're throwing Harrison in there. You know, so they're kind of picking and choosing for when the veteran guys come in. Now, getting to the offense, John Harbaugh talks about Lamar Jackson, his patience and poise in the pocket this year. Yeah, he really does have good pocket presence. I mean, he's got a good feel in the pocket. He always has. You know, sometimes uh, sometimes it's almost too much. I mean, he'll, sometimes he'll really hold on, hold on to that ball, you know, and uh, I think he trusts his guys, his linemen, to, to hold on for him. Um, uh, he's protecting the ball well in there for the most part, you know, in, in terms of there's a balance between you want to protect the ball, number one, no doubt about it, but you also want to extend plays and give guys a chance to get open. And then the ability to move, you know, Lamar's obviously great at moving and then also I think sensing people around him even outside the pocket and then seeing the receivers downfield. That combination probably showed up yesterday as much as it ever has in terms of the playmaking. Yeah, I think I think it did too. Uh, I mean, because he has – Sometimes you say, oh, why'd he leave? You know, but he just has a, a feel in there like, all right, it's getting ready to break. I got to go. And he's doing a phenomenal job. Back Bob in 19, most of these plays, he takes off and runs. He's he's playing more like Mahomes. Play. You know, you run only if you have to. Otherwise, I'm looking to deal. And right now, he's doing a hell of a job because the defense is – they got to react to him scrambling. You know, do we come up? Don't we come up? Just like uh, the Mark Andrews touchdown. They run that, you know, fake sweep to the right. Boom, everybody comes flying up. Eh, touchdown. You know, so they're they're taking advantage of Lamar's runability. Yeah, Greg Olson even said it a couple of times on Sunday for Fox that Lamar – days going by would have taken off instead of sitting there waiting for things to open up for him, open up for him throwing the ball. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, he realized, well, look at how mad he got when um, Hutchinson hit him in the knees, you know, he, because he realizes that staying healthy is key too. So I, I think he's playing much smarter. And he's not, uh, I mean, last year, Bob, we saw we saw him take a lot of big hits because he seemed heavier last year, you know, and he took a lot of hits. I haven't seen – have you seen him take a big hit yet this year? No. Yeah, me either. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. It is news from the Nash Hero. Let's turn it up Tuesday. Here's Harbs talking about Lamar getting the team, getting that ball down the field in the passing game. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of that stuff really came open a little a little more. I mean, we had some, we had some good little uh, ideas there as far as scheme-wise, but – you know, if you run the ball well, uh, we had really good protection, so it gave us time to let some of those routes unfold. Uh, some, other, some other games, when we had some of those things called, it didn't quite have as much time. You know, all those things kind of go together, and that's what you have to have to get the ball downfield. Yeah, hitting that 18 to 22, you know, I mean, that's, that's usually like a seven-step drop, and you, your protection's got to hold up for you. And the deep end in the first drive, Zay Flowers, 40-some yards, and then the one that he hit uh, Bateman on, another nice one. So, I mean, they hit some nice shots in the middle of the field down down a little bit deeper. Through seven games, Lamar is averaging 8.1 per completion, which would be a career high for him. The MVP year, it was 7.8 last year. Five-something? 6.9. Yeah, it wasn't. Last year, they weren't, they weren't good. But, yeah, he's and, – and then he's got more people that – can run after the catch also that that which helps you know and it helps to you know 
dump it off to Gus Edwards uh, two yards down the field, and he runs 80 yards. Yeah, I think that 80-yard completion is the second longest of his career. 83, he threw one back in uh, Mar- Marquise. 2019. Yeah. That is wild, wacky stuff. And then, like, look at the one, two. Well, they. I don't think he's probably ever had, what, nine passes of over 20 yards in a game before. By the way, you mentioned Yak last year through 17 games. Now, this is the Ravens as a team because, remember, Lamar got KO'd uh, down the stretch. 1,367 Yak yards for the season. So far this year through seven games, 728. So they're going to surpass that oh, yeah. and do it in a big way. Which, yeah, which they they should and they need to. Going to hear more from John Harbaugh later in the hour when we get to NFL lunch. But when we come back, let's count some cash, hopefully. A little Tuesday by herself. Ryan Ripken will talk about the ALCS, which goes to Texas. We'll preview game seven, Philly against Arizona. We don't want the Diamondbacks in the World Series, do we? We'll get into all of that and more. Got Chip Patterson at 1 o'clock. Talk some college football with him <clears throat> as we're past the midway point of 2023. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply are you buying great cash or are you selling i'm not gonna buy into that crap Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90-NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057 the fan here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Cracking it up to 12. Musically, pick a song. We'll play it loud for you. Plenty going on. World of sports, obviously, as we're in the late stages of October. Let's count some cash first, however, by ourselves. All right, Bob. The Dow's up 161. The S&P's up 18. NASDAQ's up 70. DraftKings up $1.35. And Under Armour's down three cents. Well, let's start here with the Phillies and Craig Kimbrell. 
Uh, actually put together a pretty decent season, but here lately in the NLCS starting to show some cracks. Uh, shaky performance on Thursday night, Friday night. Uh, helped Arizona put together a pair of wins, climb back into the series, and when asked about a possible role change for his reliever, Rob Thompson said it was something that would be discussed. Now, last night, it was a 5-1 game. Phillies operating with a four-run deficit, but Kimbrell did go out there for the eighth inning, uh, made it through there clean for whatever that's worth. But buy or sell, Bob, if the Phillies advance to the World Series, Kimbrell can't be used in high leverage situations anymore. I'm selling that. You got to go with what got you there to some level. Then again, you are in the winning games business. And if his confidence is shot and he's shaky for you, that's going to be an internal thing for Thompson and his crew there. But to your point, Nolan, Kimbrell looked like he was toast for a while there, but he bounced back nicely for the Phillies this season. Tonight, however, Everybody, I guarantee you, Nolan's even good. Nola will be like, hey, if you need me, I'll run this through 82 pitches last night. Game seven, all hands on deck because if you lose tonight, doesn't matter who's pitching on Friday because it won't be your team doing it. Don't scare me like that. Leave said me. Nolan. I didn't know I was pitching. Grab a baseball. I got to get up. Uh, Hurry 95. up. Get out there, McGraw. <laughs> uh, over to the NFL here, Jordan Love. Uh, early this season, getting a lot of credit. A lot of people saying, hey, maybe the Packers – Typical Packers, they already found their next guy. The Green Bay started the season 2-1. and one. Jordan Love was playing well. He had seven touchdowns, just one interception. But since then, the turnovers have drastically increased. His passer rating has also taken a nosedive uh, down to 64.3 in his last three games played. All three were losses. And fresh off their most recent loss to a terrible Broncos team, now some are questioning... Uh, the Packers really have their starting quarterback. Uh, buy or sell, Vinny. Green Bay will know whether Love is truly their guy or not by the end of the year. Oh, there's no question about it. I'll buy that. They'll know if they want to fall in love with him, you know, or kick him to the curb. No pun intended. Right. There you go. Uh, back to baseball here. The ALCS is over, but the way the series played out will have some lasting impacts on Houston. Uh, Brian Abreu uh, suspended two games, or that was the initial suspension for plunking Adolis Garcia in Game 5. He's since appealed. Obviously, the Astros not moving on, so we're looking ahead to the start of next season. But according to multiple reports within the Astros organization, a lot of people extremely ticked off, uh, calling it a one-sided suspension that Major League Baseball was showing favoritism to the Rangers and their GM, Chris Young, who has league office connections from his history oh, and his wow. past. Uh, heavy accusations from a team with cheating scandal of their own. But are you buying or selling that uh, Garcia should have been suspended for his role as well? And his role was what, aside from just profiling after hitting Insta- home runs? Well, after the plunking, he kind of— Well, he went after yeah. the catcher. Yeah, they said that he made contact with oh. the catcher. Oh, I'm selling that. I mean, we're really digging deep into the conspiracy theories here, aren't we? I mean, he deserved to get plunked, in my opinion. As a matter of fact, I called it. Like, I called the Vikings last night. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut now and again. But I don't know if he should have been suspended, too. It certainly wouldn't imply that there's favoritism here. Is there? Go back to the NFL and the Ravens-Lions game. It was really a measuring stick for both teams entering. And now in the aftermath, you have two teams feeling completely different. Dan Campbell was shell-shocked in his post-game press conference, 
said that his team probably needed the loss, though, in some aspects. His quote here says, you don't want these to happen, but when it does, it recenters you. I know that motivates me for next week. You'll do anything and everything you can not to have that feeling again. Uh, but Vinny, are you buying or selling that this early season humbling will benefit Detroit in the long run? Well, I mean, I'll buy it, you know, because they got exposed. So they may learn a lot about, you know, how people are going to attack them. I mean, because if you're, if you're, you know, the Raiders, you're going to try to do the things that uh, the Ravens had success with and attack them the same way. So they're going to get a chance to learn a little bit, and they don't play anybody. They got one more. They have one more game against a winning team. If they feel the Hoyer hammer, however, oh, no, things are in trouble. You can't start him again, can you? Got to go with O'Connell. Yeah, he can't roll. Yeah, spreads eight. By the way, in favor. You just run the Wildcat with uh, Jacobs. <laughs> I don't know. It might give you the best shot. Uh, well, before we get to Ryan Ripkin, I have something special here for our listeners. We're doing this all week. Gave away a pair of tickets yesterday. We have another pair today. Two tickets to see Adam Sandler on November 9th at Capital One Arena. Uh, Tickets are on sale now, courtesy of Live Nation, but you might not have to buy a pair because you could win a pair right now. We're looking for caller number seven. Lucky number seven. 410-583-1057, and you could win the pair of tickets. As Nolan said, Ryan Ripkin coming up next. Talk baseball playoffs with him. And then we got NFL lunch. We're going to have some of those highlights from that Minnesota win. And we're going to hear from John Harbaugh a little bit more. Talking about his team after beating Detroit, heading off to Arizona later in the week. Chip Patterson, CBSSports.com. Talk college football with him. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The latest sports news and your place to talk about it. Always. 1057 The Fan. Diddy and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday, cranking it up to 12 because that's how loud it goes. What do you want to hear? Send your request to the Plot Sport text line. 410-583-1057. It's Vinny and Haney, Bob Haney, Vinny's Rado, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. World Series still waiting for one team. 
That will be decided tonight up in Philly as the Phillies take on the Arizona Diamondbacks. The American League is crowned a champion. It's the Texas Rangers here to talk about that and more. Joins us every Tuesday as our colleague on Baltimore Baseball Tonight, brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. He is on the WGK Law guest hotline. He's Ryan Ripken. Ryan, good afternoon. What's up? Uh, you know, not much. You know, just uh, trying to turn it up this Tuesday as you guys are doing. Well, we're cranking it the best we can. And before we get to the series in general, ALCS that is, and, you know, we talked about it during the year when the Orioles play the Rangers and when they played Houston, how Texas sucked on the road. Houston sucked at home. Well, Houston sucked at home during the playoffs, but the Rangers were outstanding, undefeated on the road, 8-0, including two in Baltimore. How do we put our finger on this thing? I mean, I don't think there's any scientific knowledge to it. Or is there, Ryan Ripken, where Texas, who was bad on the road, was great on the road, and Houston, who was bad at home, continued to be that way in the postseason? Well, you know, it's it's the term. When you're hot, you're hot. And specifically for the Rangers, there's no place like on the road for them. No place like home. It's no place on the road. They just thrived away from Texas. And maybe it gets to a point, Bob, where – as a team, for everyone that's been on it, something just special happens. Something clicks. And maybe the fact that Texas really had nothing to lose. You went to Tampa. You were underdogs there. You come to Baltimore. You're underdogs there. So you're playing with house money. And then this Houston Astros series, you are still underdogs again. So you got nothing to lose. But the fact that they are 8-0, tied the record for longest uh, streak in a postseason uh, to go without a, a loss on the road is is um, unheard of. And sometimes there's no rhyme or reason why it happened other than, man, Texas just believes that they can go into any ballpark and win. And uh, they truly were hot at the right time. Now, Ryan, you're a little on the younger side, at least compared to me and Vinny here. And Adolis Garcia, he likes to bring attention to himself, uh, positive attention with the bat, 14 ribbies in the ALCS, but the bat flipping and the posing and the slamming and all that. I could see where he's getting plunked and getting plunked in a big way. But that being said, when you watch his antics, does it turn you off a little bit or you just watch him rake and go, hey, ball game, scoreboard, you're the guy. Yeah, you know, I think this is a different day and age. I mean, personally, I just didn't have the swagger or, or maybe the, you know, to, to, to go and do all that. You know what I mean? And But it is a part of the game. And if you you hit it hard and you hit it far, I mean, you go and do your thing, right? You have the right to. But having said that, the old school way was, well, if you're going to show me up, here's, here's 95 and above in your ribs. Uh, so... I actually, though, for him getting hit, by the way, I don't think that was intentional, by the way. It was a 4-2 game when, when that happened, and then Texas ended up losing that game. But, hey, uh, credit a massive reason why. Frankly, Bob, if I had 14 RBIs, I'd be feeling like I could do whatever the heck I wanted to do. And, and clearly, I mean, game seven alone, Garcia outscored the Houston Astros. Right. He had five RBIs. So it's a different day and age, no doubt about it. Um, it just depends on what side on it. Personally, my belief is if you're going to walk the walk with it and you're going to talk the talk, uh, you got to be ready for whatever may come your way. And 
some people like to handle it with a fastball in the ribs. Ryan Ripken joining us, talking baseball playoffs with you here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We talk about their offense, and they were one of the top run-producing teams in baseball, led the American mm-hmm. League, as a matter of fact, to run scored. But how good was Evaldi, and how good were Montgomery? I mean, they're still alive, obviously. Montgomery got the win last night. But how good were these two guys for Bruce Bochy in the postseason out of his rotation? Oh, he, those those were his workhorses. Those were guys that you depended on, and it just felt like it came together at the right time. And Evaldi, the playoff experience, it, that came into factor because he was not pitching well going into the postseason, granted coming off an injury, but really rough month of September. Now Montgomery was already picking up steam. He was feeling um, as confident and pitching as well as he had all season at that point. So, But for Bochi, which is, again – you know, his resume speaks for itself. He trusts those guys that, that he feels is gonna he can lean on them. And, and those guys delivered. I mean, and, and quite frankly, the Rangers, to me, whoever wins that Phillies D-back series, to me, should be the favorites to win the World Series because of those two guys. And I do think Evaldi and Montgomery are going to continue to do what they have so far this postseason. Ryan, before we get to the National League Game 7 coming up tonight in Philadelphia, where do the Astros go from here? Seven straight league championship series. Dusty Baker, non-committal on coming back. Granted, this guy's been in Major League Baseball as a player and as a manager for over 50 years at this stage. But what about Houston? Are they still a team equipped to contend next year and for the years beyond here? Well, I think they are, but I feel like every season that's gone by, we have the question of, well, when is Houston going to blow it up? When is Houston going to have to go into a quote-unquote rebuild? When are they past their, their prime? They made the move for Verlander because they felt like they still had the window of opportunity, which they did. Your one went away, and Texas just was the better team and won the series, right? I think that that's what Houston's going to have to figure out is do they realistically think that they can go do it again? When you look at the pieces, Altuve is still playing at a high level. You have Alex Bregman, Jordan Alvarez, and Kyle Tucker, but can you keep the band together? That is going to be the question for Houston. And if they can say, yes, we're willing to pay, then Houston's going to be right back in it. But that's going to be the big question for them is, are they going to pay those guys? And when are they going, when are they going to try to say, you know what? We're out of our window of winning. Um, And quite frankly, Houston continues to prove people wrong. They have for at least the last seven years. Hey, Ryan, if Philly wins tonight, who's the star for the game? If Arizona wins, who's the person that steps up for them tonight? Man, you know what? It's been – it felt like for for Philadelphia, they have so much star power. You know, it's been Bryce Harper. It's been Trey Turner, Castellanos, Schwarber. I think one of those guys – is going to have to have another one of those moments, you know, for for the Phillies to win. For the Diamondbacks, it's crazy to me because I feel like it's just some other guy stepping up. Uh, and a guy that started off the postseason very hot, Corbin Carroll, to me, has is, is been their catalyst all season. Um, so I'm going to look to see if he can make an impact. But – for Phillies, it, it's going to be your stars got you there. One of your stars is going to have to deliver. And if they do, um, and Philly's got a better odds of doing that with the guys that they have, Philadelphia should win that game then. I think if, if Ryan, if, correct me if I'm wrong, if Philly can get out to a lead early like they've done before and keep the crowd in it, I think is big for them. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, Philadelphia, pr- prior to the question I had was, could Arizona even go back and win a game because of the advantage Philly had playing at home? It just felt like if you fell behind in Philadelphia, you could feel the atmosphere, you could feel the energy, and then the world was starting to just, you know, tighten up. Every moment, the players would get tense. You could feel yourself falling into that hole. But for the Diamondbacks, they they came out swinging early. They punched Philly in the mouth. That's what they're going to have to do because if Philly goes up, I'm with you. If Philadelphia gets an early lead, that is going to be extremely challenging for a team on the road in that type of atmosphere to overcome because baseball is a sport, right, where you got to be calm, cool, and collected. you got to be able to stay in the moment, except if you're the Philadelphia Phillies. They thrive with the chaos. So if that place can be chaotic, I think the advantage is going to go to Philadelphia. He's Ryan Ripken, our colleague, Baltimore Baseball Tonight here on 105.7 The Fan. But, Ryan, you do a lot of things outside of the fan in regards to the media world. Tell us about podcasts and all that fun stuff you got going on. Well, I got a few things going on. I do a live show on, on YouTube Mondays and Thursdays, broken down a lot with the, with the Ravens. Apparently, uh, was Lamar worth his money? That was a topic I can't believe people were having. Uh, I think safe to say he's been playing pretty well. But, yeah, just uh, – Check me out on YouTube, Twitter. I love to answer questions, and, and I got a lot more content with baseball coming up, especially with the guy we expect to be AL Rookie of the Year and Gunnar Henderson, so uh, stay tuned for that. Well, you need to listen to Nolan McGraw. He's very critical of the Ravens, said Geno Stone should have knocked that ball down instead of taking the interception. But you can't please everybody. <laughs> Ryan Ripkin, appreciate the time as always. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your day. There's Ryan Ripken. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, it's NFL lunch. Going to hear more from John Harbaugh. Met with the media yesterday. Hear what happened last night in Minnesota as the Vikings upset. I mean, they were seven-point dogs. They upset San Francisco. Monday Night Football. Got Chip Patterson talking about college football as we're heading into the late stages of the season. Who's the Heisman favorite? Are we going to Ann Arbor for that guy? After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Third and six. Cousins at his 40. Shotgun snap. Acres of block. Pass to the numbers. And it was torn away and picked up by Addison, who runs from the 30 to the 20, down the middle of the 10, and stopped the touchdown. That's uh, Kevin Harlan on the call. Westwood won. Jordan Addison fought for the ball and won. He fought for the ball and he won. 60-yard TD, his second of the night. Seven catches for 123 yards as the Vikings stunned San Francisco 22-17. Cousins throws a pick on their first drive. Kind of the same situation where he lost that fight but won that one. And Cousins, even though he made the gaff early, he settled down and just was kind of dealing there. Yeah, you know what, um, Bob? It was third and 16 on that one with 16 seconds to go till half, and they were 
what, on the minus 40-yard line or something, and San Fran played man coverage. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll get you, bet you on the plane. Kyle's like, hey, uh, you know, what the hell are we doing back there? It was, uh, it's Wilkes, I believe, is yeah. the D.C. there. Yeah. What the hell's going on? Like Hank Stram on that. <laughs> but a big win for them, Minnesota, that is, as they improved to three and four on the year. That was their first win at home for yeah. San Francisco. Yes, they were playing without Debo Samuel. They were playing without Trent Williams. And, you know, Purdy was under some stress, was only sacked one time. Purdy 21 of 30 for 272, a touchdown, two picks. Quarterback rating of 81 and a half. And he had been like kind of that Cinderella story guy. He was 14 and 0 in the regular season to start his career. Lost two in a row. We talked about it earlier, Vinny. Is there an exposure here? Is there just a guy, you know, away from home, minus weapons, just dealing with a little uh, rough patch against teams that, you know, they try to? Cleveland and Minnesota. I would say that. If you're asking him to try to win the game, maybe that's asking too much. But but then, Bob, as bad as things were in Cleveland, he took him down the field and Moody missed a, the 40-yard field goal. Otherwise, you know, all right, you know, the Niners are, um, what, 6-1, and one, you know. They're 6-1. and one, Yeah. You Moody, know. Moody missed a field goal last night, too. Yeah, and he made the, what, the 54-yarder? Um, you saw the Rams kicker got cut just a few minutes ago. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, I think he was in street clothes on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, the the bigger thing that you know, my problem was the Niners' defense gave up 452 yards, eight of 13. You know, on third down and no sacks. I mean, to me, that's that's more concerning to me. I'm not worried about Purdy. I'm worried about you know my defense right now. Speedy 1057th fan here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Got some NFL lunch for you. John Harbaugh. He met with the media early or yesterday rather. And we played some of this earlier in the show for you. And Ravens won the toss. They elected to receive, which you know normally goes against what John Harbaugh chooses to do. Here's the coach explaining why Sunday he flipped things a little bit. We've done it from time to time. We've had a game or two where we planned on doing it this year and we didn't win the toss, you know. Uh, the wind games are a lot of times the wind games when you feel like, you know, you're going to want the wind in the fourth quarter for your, in a close game. Probably, you know, the added effect in this game was that we started off so hot on offense. The fact that our, our, we were able to take the ball down the field the way we did, uh, you know, was, was just and, – and we were into the wind. So that was a big plus for us. Uh, I thought that was uh, – kind of made it an irrelevant point. You may have noticed in the third quarter we chose to take the wind in the third quarter Instead of waiting to the fourth quarter, we figured we'd want the win and see if we extend the lead. Yeah, I mean, Bob, it's it seems like listening to that, they lost a lot of coin, uh, a lot of flips this year. So that's why that they were, you know, starting the games, and then they probably realized, hey, we're pretty damn good at this, you know, starting the games. And uh, so, you know, when you need some offensive production, I do you see them doing it now? If you're Harbs, do you do it this week? I, I probably would, you know, because if I can get a lead, these guys can't score points. So if I can get up on them and get them down, you know, then, then you know, you got a chance to kind of relax a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they were up 14-zip Sunday before Detroit could really even blink. They do that to the Cardinals Sunday. 
that thing's going to get out of control. Maybe oh, yeah. similar, maybe not 38-6 to six blowout, but they could cruise to victory, I would assume. Well, let's just say this, Bob. If they could stack, you know, performances like that, they'll puffy pants, these people. But the, that's the key thing is, is I mean, you're probably not going to get that kind of performance maybe a few more times, you know, and you're hopeful in the big games that you played that well for four quarters on both sides of the ball and special teams, you know. And because they haven't, that's the first time they did that this year because we talked about consistency, consistency. The the more consistent they can be, Bob, they'll win a lot, of, if, they'll win a lot more games that way. You know? uh, some injury news coming out of Arizona. Uh, this is Mike Garofolo from NFL Network. Zach Ertz, IR, Ooh. quad, 27 catches this year. Trey McBride will elevate there to the guy at tight end, but... A team that's already offensively challenged. James Conner's been hurt. Yeah. I mean, uh, losing Zach Ertz doesn't help Josh Dobbs for sure. No, because that's kind of his go-to. Him and uh, Hollywood, kind of the go-to guys. You know, and you don't have Conner, too. makes it tough to run. And then they can't score points in the second half. Um, when, yeah, the problem with them is, Bob, they got it. They got you know, enough talent and grit and stuff to play you hard for a quarter, two quarters, then talent takes over and then they can't they can't sustain. By the way, Hollywood not having a bad season, Marquise Brown, of course. Uh thirty two catches, three hundred and eighty three yards, three touchdowns, averaging uh twelve yards per reception, minus their starting quarterback yeah. for the entire season. Yeah, so I mean he's for what they have doing pretty well and they sounds like kyler murray like week nine week 10 is when they would bring him back in take a look i mean they're gonna have hard decisions i mean they're one in six they still might get that first pick in the draft and you're already big time financially committed to kyler murray here yeah big time so you know can they trade him is what you would have to do i mean there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks and you know, you probably wouldn't be able to trade him till after the draft, you know, I would think, because, you know, early you're going to evaluate the quarterbacks in the draft and see what, you know, is there somebody that we like and he's not going to cost that kind of money because all of a sudden you take Kyler Murray on, you give a draft pick, and then you're paying him a fortune. All right, let's get back to some things that could be concerning for the Ravens here. Ball security, for instance. Uh, Lamar's lost eight fumbles, lost five. Three of those fumbles are handoff issues with Justice Hill. So John Harbaugh was asked about ball security. It's been a different problem with each one, and it is a thing they need to work on, yeah. And that's, you know, you continue to do that. And we have a ball handling offense. You know, we have a lot of ball handling in our offense, more than most teams. So probably is going to show up a little more than other teams. But that just means we have to be that much better at it, that much more aware of it. Uh, we don't want, we want, we want perfection in that area. That's why he was so upset. Uh, we all were, you know. I was just as upset. Uh, because that's not something that we want to have. You know, we want to be perfect in that area. Yeah, Lamar was upset because he was going to run 35 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, there, were, there, there was a little yeah. dust up there on the side. Man. Yeah. But still, I mean, that falls on his lap. Oh, no doubt. And as Jeff Reback wrote today in The Athletic, that, you know, Justice Hill and Lamar had three ball-handling issues. I mean, when do you stop handling handing the ball to Justice Hill? Oh, to me, that's that's something that... You work on before practice, after practice. Till you guys get it right, we're going to keep working on it. You know, until until we get it right, 
you got to keep working. All right, let's get back to the good. Jadavian Clowney, Kyle Van Noy, Arthur Millette had a sack, played very well defensively for the Ravens uh, against the Lions, and John Harbaugh was asked, well, who gets credit for these sorts of roster moves? It's a team effort, Bo. It's always a team effort. Everybody deserves credit. Everybody deserves blame. That's that's your guys' – that's your area. That's what you do. He didn't like that so question. Well. No, he did not. Assign blame and credit. Give credit where credit is due, right? <laughs> That that chuckle was like, hey, screw you. Yeah. Harvey he sounded a little tired yesterday. He did. He did. You know, and he didn't want, you know, anything to do with that question. He, and, and he said, I, you know, because somebody asked him about Matabike's contract. I don't want to deal with contracts. I don't, you know, I'm focused on Arizona. That's what Harvey wants to talk about. He doesn't want to talk about, you know, who should get um, the credit. Now, the credit goes to, like, um, Vince Newsom. George Kakanis, the pro guys. Those are the ones who are studying the tape, evaluating guys, bringing them into workout, doing all that stuff. That's their job. And right, they're doing a hell of a job. Well, let's wrap it up. More positive. Last one here on NFL Lunch. Zay Flowers looks like he's acclimated to the NFL pretty nicely through seven games. Right, John Harbaugh? Well, I would say for seven games in, yeah, to your point, it's probably as good as it could be. You know, he's really diligent. You know, he's very smart. And yet, you know, he's not anywhere near where he's going to be, you know, in terms of understanding the offense. I mean, he's still learning, you know. He's still figuring out where to line up. You saw it yesterday a few times. He's still learning the nuances of the routes. And Greg does a great job with him. Uh, Greg Lewis and and Keith Williams both do a great job with those guys with all that. But um, he's doing great, but, you know, He's got. To, he's going to get a lot better, and he needs to get better. And I, I promise you, he's very determined to keep getting better. He's not thinking about that kind of a stat, which is very cool. But right now, he's just thinking about the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, Bob, he's had lineup issues every game, you know, and that's why those veteran receivers is like, hey, over here, you know. So um, that those are the th- that's that's the biggest thing that he has to get corrected is is where to line up properly all the time so as uh, good as things have been for zay flowers still very much a work in progress here in his rookie season yes oh definitely a work in progress but you know what um you kind of like what he's done his track record thus far pretty damn good yeah i think that touchdown total is going to increase here in the final what five and seven it's a, how many games are left nine nine no ten 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 games He's got one TD. Something tells me he'll have more than one. I'm going to go out on a limb, Nolan, and say he'll have more than one. Oh, more than one? Now, Hollywood had seven his rookie year. I don't think he's going to get seven, but I I think that he's – Hollywood was a big part of 19. Well, he came right out of the gate scoring touchdowns. It's Vinny at 81057 of the Fed. When we come back, college football, Chip Patterson, CBSSports.com. Michigan closing the gap in the polls on Georgia appropriate. And who's the Heisman favorite now that Caleb Williams has kind of fallen out of it? Archie Griffin, you're still the guy. Only guy that's won two straight Heismans, who's won two Heismans, period. Because Caleb Williams is going to have some really big stuff to do as their schedule at USC is getting really hard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 